Hi, I'm Gigi. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Disrupt the System by the Sempire Collective. So Jay, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to be talking about the type of content you can create during isolation. Oh, that's helpful. Definitely. So let's start with the positives because you know I love a good moan, so I can go on <laughs> about the negatives. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I touched on it in the last episode. A free and useful advice uh-huh. for your customer base. So like nail techs have been telling you how you can do your nails at home. Uh-huh. Um, hairdressers been, um, you know, advising on products and like easy styles you can do at home. Thank stuff like God that. knows that's been useful because I just learned to cane around my hair. <laughs> so yeah, all of that stuff is the type of content we love to see. And I also want to stress, don't feel like if you um, show someone how you do something that you're going to lose business because... I feel that a lot of that needs to go down to the confidence in your abilities. Because like with cooking, everyone can have the same recipe. It doesn't mean the dish is going to turn out the same. So even if they know exactly how you do it, step by step, the likelihood is you have practiced, you've honed your craft. Then when they do it, it's not going to come out as well. And even if it does, the reason they pay you to do it is because they don't want to put in the effort to do it every day, every week themselves. Yeah, I mean, that's a really big one, isn't it? Yeah, so definitely don't feel discouraged. Like, I can't tell them how I do what I do. Yes, you can, because they still won't be able to do it good as you 90% of the time. Someone actually mentioned that to me once. They were like, why are you showing people how to make candles? I'm like, well, why wouldn't I want to provide them with free content? Their candles aren't going to turn out looking like mine. I've been making candles for years. Exactly. Trust me, it takes time <laughs> and practice. So there's, I have no problem with showing you how I melt some And I feel as well, you know? with your candles as well, not only do they smell great, like I feel like <laughs> your like your decoration and your presentation, your from not just your packaging, but how the actual candle looks. Well, it's just like painting, isn't it? Everybody's yeah. art is different. Nobody's yeah. art looks. Yeah, so I feel like you can teach someone to make a candle, and yeah, the candle probably will smell nice. Mm. But it's not going to look like a tribal unicorn candle. And that's part of what you pay for when someone purchases a tribal unicorn candle. Exactly. So I wouldn't be discouraged. Yeah, putting out that content. Don't be afraid to give out free free tutorials and how to do things because you're providing value at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and that's that's the best way to keep your customers engaged and to actually give them something useful, like we mentioned in our last podcast. Mm-hmm. Some stuff that people are sharing is not necessarily useful, and sometimes it's not uplifting. So, like, if you're a personal trainer, and obviously you work out every day, but if you're showing people, like, yeah, every morning I just eat one boiled egg, then I go for a 10k run, people are feeling really lazy right now. Yeah, most <laughs> definitely. they feel bad when they see your Instagram post talking about how clean you're eating and how much exercise you're doing. You also need to gauge the current climate. But you know what? I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you on that one. I mm. think it's good a good thing to talk about yourself and your successes and things that you know you've had you're happy you've achieved because if you don't clap for yourself no one else will and um 
I have a lot of people like that on my Instagram. They're always talking about, oh, I've done this amazing thing. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Clap. clap. I'm glad you're clapping for yourself. But right now, Um, at this particular moment in time, I don't want to see that content. So I do hide people very often. I hide them. No, but that's what I'm saying. So to avoid being hidden, Mm. um, rather than saying, like, look how clean I eat and look how much exercise I do. Maybe instead of give tips on how you here's might what I did and here's how you can bit, do it too. Yeah, maybe right. this how you can eat a little bit cleaner. Like instead of, you know, eating three packets of crisps, how about yeah. you have some cucumber slices and carrot sticks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like I feel like it's time to be more encouraging. Like you need to baby your clients right now because mm. we're all struggling. Yeah, so I I would say, like, yeah, it's great that you're doing all of that, but that's what I meant when I said, like, consider the climate. Mm -hmm. Because just because someone might mute you and forget to unmute you when the world goes back to normal. That's true. You need to consider that. That is very true. Um, Another thing, and I know everybody is probably noticing this, but you (laughs) you step onto Instagram and all of a sudden everybody is live. Like everybody is doing an Instagram live and I can understand if you're a business, you've got a brand, you know, but I I don't need to see you just having like a general chat with your friend. (laughs) It's unnecessary and it's annoying for those notifications Mm -hmm. to constantly pop up on my phone, but it brings us back to providing useful content. Why are you going live? What is the purpose of you going live? Is it something you can pre-record and make into a video and use as everlasting content instead? Would that be more Mm. useful than going live? Like, what exactly are you trying to get out of this? It's very hard to get the numbers on live as well. It is. I I tuned into a live recently um, and she had loads of followers. I think she must have had like 400,000 followers. And if she had 200 people on there, she had a lot. Like, people are really struggling to pull in viewers to their lives. Part of that is to do with, right now, everyone's going live. I feel yeah. like people are sick of lives right now. You've got to think in different ways. You've got to really mm. notice this stuff as well. If everybody is going live, how do you feel about that? It, like, I find it annoying. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not going to do that. What else can I do to grab people's yeah. attention? That's the way you need to think when it comes down to your business. Definitely. Because this is unprecedented times, it's all right to do something outside of what you would usually do so like obviously I've seen I follow a lot of travel bloggers because I'm a travel enthusiast and I do blog about my travels I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a travel blogger personally but there's no traveling right now so travel bloggers have had to adapt their content right so I feel like even as a business it's okay to adapt your content because maybe you can't run your business in the usual manner because of everything that's going on so don't feel like yes you have your niche and you have your you know your target audience and all of that but right now things are not the way they usually are you can't function in the way that you usually do so it, i know if you usually you know are a restaurant reviewer maybe you can go and pull pull a recipe and try cooking it at home so now yeah you've got cooking content you don't usually do that but you can't provide your normal type of content so yeah. you know you have to make do. So I feel like, box as well. yeah, don't feel boxed into, oh, no, but I can't do what I usually do. Well, mm-hmm. no, no one can. So mm-hmm. you need to try and um, put out content that will provide value and engage your audience 
even if it's not what you would usually put out. Yeah, I completely agree. Adapt, adapt, adapt. That's Mm -hmm. what you should be doing in business anyway. Constantly adapting. Definitely, definitely. I feel like that's what makes a business successful. You move with the times and you fulfill needs. That's that's what it is at the end of the day. For a successful business, you need to be there needs to be a demand and you supply it. Yeah, fair. Um, another piece of useful content that I think um businesses can maybe take on is quizzes. There's a lot of people doing quizzes right now, a lot of businesses and brands that I've noticed, and I actually think they work out really well. It's a nice way for your audience to get involved in something, to feel like they're part of something beyond just themselves um and it's also a way for you to provide or to show your knowledge you know for example if you are an art exhibition you could do a quiz about historical pieces of art or I don't know I'm 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 not that much into art but do you know what I mean (laughs) there's there's ways that you can take what you do the information that you provide and Mm -hmm. adapt it into a quiz that could be quite engaging for your customers in a way that you wouldn't usually do I feel like quizzes have been so I'm not I'm not the social media specialist so you can correct me if you think I'm wrong but I feel like quizzes and such have been quite successful during isolation Mm -hmm. because they're interactive and obviously right now people are missing that interaction so if you can put out content that allows your audience to be interactive is more likely to be successful and well received. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's also another way for that brand to reach more than the one person they would usually. So Mm -hmm. if they're doing a quiz, it's likely that they're going to invite other people to do it with them. And therefore, it's indirect marketing. More people are finding out about your brand and will therefore maybe follow you and, you know, you've gained some more customers. For sure. That's the thing as well. Not all your followers are customers, but they are all potential customers. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time people think like, I'll I'll use like bloggers and content creators, for example. Like, oh, wow, I've got a million followers. Like if I put out merch, I'm going to make loads of money. Well, not necessarily because they enjoy your free content. Why now am I going to pay? Like you need to be offering that value. And Uh I thought this is the time where you can show why you're valuable. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Great opportunities to be had everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like how-tos, how-tos can be really useful. Yeah, tutorials, yeah, for sure. Tutorials, whether they're short little videos, whether you make an article or a blog post, whether you do IGTV. If you're going to go live with a tutorial, I would advise you it to be like planned not just randomly glow live like yeah. say guys like I don't know I'm going to teach you how to make this decadent sponge cake I'm going live <laughs> next Wednesday at 4 p.m tune in and you promote it in the days upcoming rather than randomly pop up live and expect people to tune in yeah I mean if you are going to do that just make sure you have everything ready to go if you're mm. if you're cooking, you've got all of your products sitting there ready. You know what your setup's going to be. You want it to look as slick as it would if it were an edited video. Yes, right? for sure. Oh, and talking about slickness, I know we're all at home and we're all probably fed up of being at home. But if you're recording content, you need to still make it visually appealing. 
So even if you don't clean up the whole house, just clean up your background <laughs> that's in free. <laughs> clean your room. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's just the bit that the camera catches, <laughs> clean that little piece, please. Yeah, no, that's super important. <laughs> and I mean, if we're, if we're going into the technicals as well, then good lighting, good sound, super, super important if you're going oh, to be doing lives I, I or anything talking else. about good sound, I didn't stay up because... I wasn't that interested, but I can't even remember which two artists it was. The two artists, anyway, they went live and they were supposed to be doing a clash, but the audio was awful. So please don't be doing things like that. And if you do plan to go live or you're going to go live with someone else, you know, use your burner account, practice, Mm. make sure everything everything is looking crisp, sounding crisp, then you can go live from your official accounts and everything. Because you that don't want it. people to kind of log in when you're testing your live and be like, oh, we're mm-hmm. just we're just testing. Come back later, <laughs> please. <laughs> Thanks for coming, though. <laughs> Make sure I come back five minutes. Like you don't, you know, you don't, you don't want that. But personally, I think that's why we advise kind of stay away from the lives because there's a lot of potential to go wrong. I mean, there is, but I'd still say play around with it. You know, going live definite. It actually draws in more people sometimes than um, a normal video would so I would mm. highly recommend doing a live just do it properly but yeah I suppose that's my my life advice if you're going to do something do it properly don't waste <laughs> the time <laughs> well time we so, know how much time means to us now don't we <laughs> it's, true. it's true I would also recommend comment generators so I, I call a comment generator a social asset of some sort that um, encourages your audience to engage with you, right? Mm-hmm. So it might be, you know, you know, back in the day, you used to have like flippergram videos. Mm-hmm. You would say like, um, screenshot this, and wh- whoever you've got, it would be. I've got, I've got to put this into contents for its context for it to make sense. Oh, I've seen those pictures. So like. Um, which celebrity like, are you today yeah so like if you've got like what what's your birthday and these two artists will make a collab like exactly. is, your, is your hit gonna be a number one or exactly stuff like that? exactly yeah, so yeah, yeah. things like that comment generators and you're like comment below and tell me who you got or mm-hmm. um you could have things where it's like the first letter of your name equals this and the second letter of your name equals this and you put it together comment below tell us what you've got stuff like that little games that are fun <laughs> Mm-hmm. and just engaging and fun for people to get involved with on yeah, your social like everyone's got so much time everyone's just scrolling mindlessly so we need to make the most of that mm-hmm. so your post is one they don't just double tap and keep scrolling yeah <laughs> you, want, you want them to interact with it so yeah I, I feel like yeah maybe maybe I need to get involved in those comments definitely I mean they're a lot of fun to make <laughs> as well they, they're yeah. a lot of fun to make one example i did this a while back on the tribal unicorn account it was um let me see if i can find it it was because all of my candles have weird sort of funky names right i love them <laughs> so, <laughs> like one's called sugar daddy for example i made a comment generator where people could make up the names to their own candles so it would say like if you're the, the first letter of your name begins with A, it would equal bougie. And the second letter of your name was a B, it would equal um, 
stripper something like that <laughs> so if it was a b which i am it would be bougie stripper that's the name of your candle stuff like that right and everybody yeah, commented yeah. and said what their candle name was and it was really a lot of fun and to be quite honest um i got a lot of inspiration about some new candle names as well so <laughs> Let's, uh, are we, guys let's look forward to the bougie stripper candle <laughs> yeah that one didn't make the cut I'm afraid <laughs> like, actually I feel like that, that is definitely a very useful one because it's like the like the caption this for um pictures like people making a stink face like, yeah what do you think happened before this picture was taken stuff like that mm-hmm so yeah, I will definitely. I definitely. Get involved. I'm gonna participate for sure. Yeah. Um, another good piece of content, I guess, giveaways, because, like you said, you probably mentioned this in the last podcast, but the mm-hmm. climate right now financially is is quite hard for everybody. Um, so if you are able to give away some products, competitions like you usually do, if you're a product based company, um then do some giveaways and get people to get involved tag a friend who deserves this you know stuff like that is just a really nice thing to do and i also feel even um it's responsible and it probably would make your customers value as well mm. only if you can afford to though of course maybe a particularly a particular product or a product line you'll give your proceeds a percentage to to the NHS or a particular charity. Like I know people are giving to like the mental health charities because a lot of people are struggling right now. Not only is it like an ethical thing to do, your customer will feel like this. I this is like actually a company I feel confident giving them my money to. Like they care about what's going on around us. They care about other people. It's not all just about making money. Most definitely. If you're in a position, because I've seen like a lot of companies as well, like particularly cosmetic companies they've been like sending hand creams and starting making sanitizers to give to healthcare workers and stuff like that mm-hmm. so if you're in a position not necessarily your products because your product might not be useful like obviously you can't give candles to the hospital they're like we've got electricity exactly. <laughs> but, but you could give like okay on this particular candle five percent of proceeds are gonna yeah. go to that's exactly what I have been doing as well. I mean, one example yeah. is um, I'm doing a COVID-19 giveaway for NHS helpers just to give them a mm-hmm. self-care package sort of thing. And mm-hmm. then um, 5% of my proceeds go to Women's Aid, which is yeah. helping domestic violence against um, with women, with their partners and stuff like well, that. We so. are ethical business owners. I always encourage that. Definitely. Always encourage help when you can. Most definitely. I think we've provided some great ways for people to create useful content during this lockdown time. Yeah. And also, if you are still stuck for ideas for content, we do have on our website a 30-day content planner. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you'll be able to do all of the things because we're in lockdown because I can't remember the exact prompts on there. But this will still be useful for ideas. And it is very cheap. I think it's only one or two pounds, isn't it? I think it's like one ninety nine. Yeah. So if you're really, really stuck, that is still an option. But we've given you a lot of free ideas here. Mm, yeah. You can find that content planner on www.vampirecollective.com along with a host of articles to keep you entertained during this isolation. We hope that they are useful to you and that you're utilising this time in a way that you want to because that's all that matters right now. For sure, for sure. Definitely don't feel pressured. Like, although we're offering all this advice and stuff, I really want everyone to 
understand that Gigi and I are not advocating like this is the time to you know get yourself together it's like if you're feeling up to it please do but if not that's absolutely fine too most definitely like we mentioned mental health is very important to us and I don't want to be one of those people that are making people feel bad about just chilling when this is the perfect time to chill too chill out guys chill but on that note stay safe stay well wash your hands and we'll speak to you soon see you later bye